Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so is that really, really loud for you? No. I'm trying a brand new mic because I dropped my mic in the pool today. Oh. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know what you can hear right now, but right now I can hear myself in my own head. Like as oh. if I'm Ariana Grande at Madison Square Garden, I am like unbelievably loud and like everything's very sensitive. I can hear the people in the room next door. <laughs> oh no. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> hey, Casey. Hey, Sarah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Do I sound can you good? hear you? I hear me like normal time. All right, we in it. All right, we're in it. You don't know what I just went through. I like walked through the unconscious just now, Barry. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings. I am your fucking happy as hell TV fan, Sarah Starmore, host of the Space Trash Podcast. And I'm here with Casey Bunker, host of the Space Trash Podcast, Trashlerette Edition, sister to other hosts. Molly Mulshine, y'all know this. Here we are, Bachelor in Paradise, episodes four and five. Almost paradise. I think we're in paradise, so I think we made it to paradise. I actually felt the love in this episode for the first time in like maybe any time I ever watched this show ever. We got to look at the chart of The Bachelor and we got to look at the chart of Mike, who's like the guy, the Twitter. He's always fighting with people on Twitter. He started, he's like, he's like president of Bachelor Nation. Mike Fleiss. Yeah, we got to do his chart. Oh, we really do. I'm having a breakthrough around this franchise and (laughs) I am so proud of the producers on this episode. I felt that this was a great two hours of television. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking while I was listening, while I was watching too, because I was like, there were a lot of different couples in this episode, but that's what was kind of tricky about it too, right? Because it was like, there was no main narrator. Like Mm -hmm. towards the end, Brittany was narrating and like, we haven't even seen her at all in any other episode. So it's like really interesting how, how like you don't have that like main voice of reason kind of in this in this season. That's true, except we have the full moon. It's actually been the full moon for three weeks now. Right. The full moon has been the star of the motherfucking episode for the last six episodes. I got you. The moon is not organized, but I, I do know. It's like, you know, the Michael Jordan of icons is the moon. And this episode is relying. This, the most romantic thing that happened so far happened underneath full moon yeah that's when i was buying my house i hear you at all for some reason i know (laughs) can you hear me yes i can hear you (laughs) however you turned off hearing yourself now you can't hear me either (laughs) can i hear anything (laughs) this is fucking fucked up okay hello have you just been (laughs) lip reading the whole time i'm peter pizza i'm peter pizza 
<laughs> I just became Peter Pizza. Everything is everything. <laughs> okay. Let's try this. Hold on. Fuck. She's <laughs> laughing. You guys can't hear it. But Casey is LOL right now. They okay. may be able to hear me. We're going no headphones. We're going no headphones. You got to go no headphones at this point. At this but juncture. even the fact that I just became Pizza Peter. How are you Pizza Peter? Because you just kept talking. Yeah. The day was just all about me all of a sudden. <laughs> and you didn't even have a voice. You couldn't say a word. You were No, I kept interrupting you. And I was like, yeah, but I didn't hear. This I is going to sound terrible. Like you're Brittany on the yacht. You were not I hearing was like, it. Yeah, I think she's here for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Okay, I did the good feedback first. Let's go bad feedback real quick. I'm furious. I'm furious about the lesson in marriage. I know. I know about Ashley and Jared. I actually zoned in and out and missed a few things because I was like, I, I can't actually with this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not not a gross person. Okay, okay. Definitely rip my fair share of ass, okay? Okay, I'm going to ponder that. I'm going to ponder that a little bit. What I will say is I like, I mean, so I think we're both on the same page that we don't love the Jared and Ashley stuff. Send me back to paradise. What they did bring up is that everybody seems kind of miserable there and they're stressing out about it so much, which is so true. It's like, This is not that big a deal. Why are you treating it like, but you know why it's a big deal to them? Because this is hundreds of thousands of dollars in Instagram ads that they will lose if these relationships don't carry them over to the next week. The more screen time they get, the more Instagram followers they get, the more followers they have, the more ad money they're going to be able to pull. So if it seems like the stakes are high, the stakes are hundreds of thousands of dollars high. We know that that's why you're there. We know that that's the right reason. My other tables have turned. One minute, you can't admit in date group therapy that you had considered being the bachelor in your lifetime if this didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. The next minute, Brandon and Piper are being executed as traitors from the nation. Yeah. And now this whole thing seems gamified. At least they're being real. Yeah. Like, thank you. And then it makes more sense with all the like melodrama of the Genevieve's, of the Shanae's. Finally, we know what's going on. They're in it to motherfucking win it. Yeah. We've been shitting on Genevieve. We've been shitting on Shanae. These are two hardcore enemies. When they're on your team, they got your back for life water moons when you're on the same page they're the most comforting but when you're not what you get is a a shrimp nay and a wham wham vive now of course they're best of friends and of course they're in the exact opposite positions as they acted for an entire season and at the beginning of the show and even maybe in this episode but but in fact when they let their guards down not only are they like a best of friends now they're kicking sally off together two of a kind Yeah, it's like game recognizes game. This is masterful and only the way a Scorpio could be. Like, I don't think Genevieve or Shanae is being fake. I think they're just following every little whim that their brain like brings to them and never like thinking it's like they're almost just being like impulsive, but in a sneaky way. Right. So technically Shanae is a cancer moon, Aries sun. So she is in a leadership conflict within herself. Lol. We have seen it play out before our eyes, but I, I'm pretty sure we said it before. I would guess with all of my heart that she is a Scorpio rising with Pluto in her first house. I do think it's a Scorpio rising. Like, like that's why I kept saying Rachel, right? Is probably Scorpio rising because she was like kind of doing the baby voice and she was faking it when, when behind the scene, like with um whatever the new bachelor, Zach, like that. Zach whole... shall cross. What? Ja- Zach shall cross. Is that his name? 
Yeah, isn't that funny? Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Shall Zach shall cross. Wow, he shall. He shall, shall cross. cross. He shall yeah. cross. <laughs> Scorpio is a water sign, but its ruler, it has two rulers, co-rulers, so it's a complex water sign. And it's ruled by Mars, fire. It is the volcano, it's the oil spill volcano in the ocean. Like and liquid Pluto, fire, basically. Liquid fire. And then Pluto, the literal id, the underworld, our unconscious impulses, compulsions, obsessions. The beha- That's why Chris Jenner, all Scorpio, Molly said it best. She is a genius, but only because she trusts herself so hardcore in just going with whatever her gut says Shoot from all the, hip. the time. Shoot from the hip. Bethany Frankel. Bethany Frankel. Any any space trash avid podcaster will know, but like Bethany Frankel, Frankel, she talks about it all the time. I'm a businesswoman. I'm a businesswoman. She doesn't seem to be able, and she says it in her own podcast, doesn't seem to be able to explain these decisions that she's making. She just makes them and some of them land. Like she's really just, and that's what I think the Scorpio energy is when you really boil it down is like intuitive. It's intuitive, but it's gnarly. <laughs> it's the it's nartuitive. It, it, it's nartuitive. Okay, we're gonna work on that. That's like not quite intuitive, but it is. But it, it, but actually, what a it's like intuitive. It. Actually, it is exact. <laughs> it's actually exactly what it is. It's like it's oh, it's nar. Yeah, it's like a little bit nar. It's it's nartuitive, dude. That's actually so good. That's so good. That's so good. That's so nar. That's so nar. That's so nartuitive. Wow. So yeah, I agree with you completely. But it's also like like emotions and. And water and like the feminine does not always mean nice, kind, sweet, true. It, like actually the, the reason the divine feminine is so powerful is because it will go so fucking hard that it will die in this lake. And a hundred years later, someone's grandson's grandson is going to be writing about the Scottish folklore about me because I'm still motherfucking here, motherfucker. Right? Like, that's Scorpio energy. It's good. Okay. It's what happens when you go, when Genevieve and Shanae are saying, when I go all in, I go all in. They're literally actually putting up a warning. And I understand yeah. both of them so much more now witnessing this. Them together. Because, yeah. And I'm like, oh, now I see Genevieve. Because Genevieve now does the thing that it's like Genevieve is saying, I can't believe we're doing this again when we're talking about Sally. But then it was like, actually, you're talking about it with Shanae, who you did it with before. And you guys are now just choosing to do this because this is what you were doing on the other show to each other. And, and you see that like they are there. I don't think they're being fake, but I do think the warlike Scorpio, not afraid to die for this shit. Ned Stark still was the star of Game of Thrones. He died in the first four eps, but he is the daddy of the whole. He is the star, right? So okay, well, is he a Scorpio? Ned Stark, that's like an interesting, that's not there. Maybe that's more of like a meme or a TikTok. We got to do all the Game of Thrones characters okay. charts. Gotcha. But it's like Scorpio energy penetrates, creates something different. And actually at its best, it emerges into Sagittarius and Genevieve are down to motherfucking clown. They are here for business and they're trying to get in partnership. This was literally like watching like, like, like teams team up. Like some of it's genuinely romantic. Other, like, no, I don't think Aaron and Genevieve are going to get married, but I do think that they're going to end up together on the end of the show because they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm psycho like you. Everyone's just finding yeah. psychos like them. Yeah, I like I like them together. It makes sense. It makes a lot more sense than her because her and Justin were like emo together. And Dude, like her and Justin were like literally 
I mean, they were born on the same birthday, pretty much. This this full moon was right. both of their birthdays, and it played such a big part in like four. Like they stretched that storyline. Like, well, I kissed him because it was his birthday, and I kissed him on my birthday. It's like you mean just yesterday? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Even Serene, who's doing great, like with her Disney princess character, like casting here, but her being like, you know, you were the first person I kissed on my birthday. It's like, yeah, no shit, Serene. Like, come on. They, we gave you I the think she's like, you're the first person who said it? happy birthday to me. Yeah, but it's like, duh, you're on the beach right now. It seems like it's your birthday. You're to get, but, yeah, like that's that shouldn't be the bar. Like, that's like literally being like, you know, the like, moon, that's like being, we're on episode six. That's like being like, you know, the moon is full. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, so I think we should unpack a little bit more like yes, the Justin, Genevieve, Aaron thing. So like, so I think what I liked is that the Justin, Genevieve moment was so real. Like they were having like such a shit conversation. Then he's just like, well, you're not going to kiss me on my birthday. And she like did. And it's just like, I've totally been there. I've totally like been there. easily per like, oh, I could like, here's what it is. Okay, obviously that's man- it is manipulative, but it's, it's also everyone just like, in the I survival be... mode. It's the survival mode and yeah. the relationship. And, but he was like, like that was his last ditch effort. Like, well, it's my fucking birthday, so can't you just kiss me? But the thing of what it is is like not her like wanting to be with him and realizing that because it's his birthday. It's her like, and it's not even her feeling bad. It's her like wanting to be the hero. Like, oh. I could kiss you right now and make your birthday amazing. You know what I mean? Like, don't you think? No, she doesn't want to acknowledge that she literally did the exact same thing. The reason he thinks they're more of a thing than they are is because she threw an absolute batshit crazy fit when the hottest girl came down and the even thought of Sally sent her into gun to your head. Is it me or not me mode? And he chose her. But my thing is, I don't think she's self-aware enough on any level to even be having that be part of it right that's why we just clap for her because she is an unconscious scorpio walking us through the subconscious yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and we saw her come out the other side we did because i think that aaron like took it really well he was like all right the guy said it was his birthday you kissed him whatever we've only been on one date i don't need to make this a thing she brings out a really cool side of him somehow i think too where he does kind of seem like like he's got his arm around her and he's gonna like he seems a little bit more like a zaddy like he's never stepped up like that before he's been broody he's been moody but but this is a different side of him that i like because i think genevieve is the moody one so it it gives him the the moment to be the hero well and i believe if i remember correctly we can look at it in a second i believe he's a virgo moon so for him to have somebody to save is goals is that right is that a virgo thing Yeah, virgo is actually like well you know what instead of worrying instead of addressing my own hypochondria i'll just actually like listen to you and figure out how to be your nurse okay that's interesting i don't think we have we really i feel like virgos Virgos would not really like this fucking shit virgos really wouldn't do this yeah, like I like Virgo does not. They're like, are you fucking kidding us. me? I'm going to the Olympics. I have one life to live. I'm starting a publishing company. Like, I don't need your fucking follow. Yeah, they're like, yeah, exactly. You idiots, you're you're the you're the masses. Even if anything, the Virgos are like working at Google, figuring out the tech behind the algorithm, or they're the production staff. Like, honestly, my team's also right. Virgo. It's the producer. The the I bet you we should look at. The, I bet you the Virgos are the producers. They're like, what are we going to do with this batshit crazy mess that has potential, but that is deeply sick in many many ways? How do we make it better? How do we revive it? How do we walk them? They literally walked us through the valley of death with so many. I mean, we talk about how bad this show is all the time. Yeah, yeah. Most of this podcast, yeah, is it's that like, is like sort of a hate fuck. This whole thing has been a hate fuck. But for the first yeah. time, I do feel like after watching one of these shows, 
I remember making love. <laughs> you know? What? I think that Joe and Jacob was like really pivotal for me. I'm so intrigued by how that was romantic or turned you on or anything because to me I was just like both of these people are too goofy they're being too goofy together it's not going to work I we we've we've discussed this thing before it has to be a one it's like a one in a million shot of two funny people getting together and being funny and that was see and they're both like the outrageous kind of funny not like a subtle one-liner. because Yeah, but they're not, not doing stand-up, so they are not competing yet. Right, it's, it's so the true. the power of Gemini. It's about having actual partnership. Partnered with different people, we show up and appear and function in a completely different way. Wow, yeah. Jacob is pretty consistent no matter who he's with, but Jill definitely has gone through some different personalities based on who she's been with. And then Genevieve as well. And I'd have to think of everyone else, but like, it is true. It's just, that's because you fit into the other person. Like if you want to, if you're into them, you're going to like kind of mold yourself just a little bit. Now I would love to do a Jill Jacob. Is that where you're going to pull up? Yep. So, so Jill started out with the whole season with this Romeo love triangle. Jacob's been kind of bouncing from girl to girl to girl today they seem to find each other and I don't even remember how they kind of did it was kind of just random kind of like oh well actually I've been you know Jacob's cute whatever we got to just find people here right we just got to kind of pair up and and throw it against the wall and see what sticks so right it's actually just literally the producer like going back to the list and being like all right let's see let's like literally do the matching it's literally like you're watching like a dating app like swipes happening in real life right and they're like trying to sell it to the person that like you're actually the person I've been into the whole time and it's like well no but okay well but yes actually though because it's what I said about Gabby and Eric which is like actually the truth is sometimes you're on hinge and there's someone that you think for a minute like you're too hot for me and you just swipe them you go no yeah I actually don't even want to feel bad when when you don't like me then you see them a few more times you go okay you know what so I do think this is a really I actually have respect for on some because here's the thing I actually think one of the things I liked about this episode is that we all agree now finally we're here for the wrong reasons and the right reason is to find the person to do all the wrong reasons with Ooh, Hello. that's so true. Hello. Yes. Take it, bachelors. Give us an it. Give us a commit. Just help us because we will help you. But I have many thoughts for the producers. I loved the epiphanies that were available. When, and we got to see people's behavior act out. Like, like there's one type of person who the minute they feel upset is like, I'm going home. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm upset. Come find me. Then you have this other type of character, the only Virgo I, I can think of off the top of my head, Logan, who's like, you know what, actually, I'll show up and I'll get you back and I'll do something actually creative. Virgos have talent. That's why Logan is confident enough to be like, I am in a love triangle and I'm not freaking out. And it's also, yeah. I hope, interesting to him on the after men tell all. I hope that he has the Virgo talent enough to say how interesting I was the guy my season who was with one girl, Logan, two chicks, Schmix. I would, I was, I created my own love triangle and here I find myself in one. And you know what? I think he's acting pretty cool. Right. Right. Logan's playing the long game in this situation. He He actually actually is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, and what was great about this episode, just like, I mean, that was that was just so many great thoughts. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I could go so many ways, but what was great about this episode was just- Gemini, like, Gemini, Mars and Gemini. Okay. I know that's the, that. Well, that's the thing, right? We could just go. Oh, I was going to say all the, the astrology, wrong all these Gemini's are out here excelling for us because they actually do have enough character to stay in the motherfucking game. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. Oh, that's what else I was going to say is just like, why do these girls leave? Like Sierra also like just left. Well, I actually know why Sierra left and I cannot wait to talk about Sierra. <gasps> okay. Okay. Cause I, I'm, I am. <laughs> Gemini lit up. I loved this. I literally almost sent you a screenshot of myself at the very end there. Um, what was the, there was like a final moment that left me like. Romeo and Kira. Oh, the Romeo and Kira. I can't wait to talk about. Yeah. Like let's do Jill okay. and Jacob Sharp. So he's August 3rd. She's August 2nd. Love it. And they don't actually go into saying Leo's, but funny enough, pizza Pete and Brittany before that, we were both like, Oh my God, we're both Aquariuses. And then what they were talking about the full moon. So I was just like, yeah, this these people get it but they don't really get it but they they're they're on to something everybody loves a good birthday and why because deep down they know that it's the key to their soul and their heart and their home but they don't ever chase the feeling also i wanted to say earlier that when you said all the wrong reasons earlier i think that should be a lifetime movie about a couple that meets on the bachelor or bachelor in paradise it could be so good it could even be a christmas one because like wait wait they make those cheesy christmas right wait that's such that our life's work no i think we're gonna start i think that's what to do with ourselves during this mars gemini as a as specifically to do it as a waste of time (laughs) (laughs) okay so so jacob and jill it's the full moon they go on this shaman date or was it a shaman i don't know what it was um was it it was a moonual it's a motherfucking moonual it's it's not as good as a moonual but that's nice of you to to say that's nice of you to say but you know what i mean the reason is because they're using the moon to do all the activities which makes it all feel like a spiritual it's all a moon under the full moon we do this under the full moon has been it's like the frame story that's why you get so much bang for your buck on a full moon in every sense of the word because we are everything from beneath the emotional truth is being illuminated okay tell me jacob's freaking chart dude okay so we know that these two are both leos they go probably five feet outside of the rest of paradise where everybody else is they go over there yeah they go over there it seems like it's far but i'm sure it's like really not (laughs) and there's a woman who jacob calls a shaman i don't know if she was a shaman or not the best was (laughs) she was like mi nombre es and then said her name which just means my name is something and they both just stare at her and then jill just goes yes (laughs) Wow. All right, hun, we got to switch to English. We got to switch to English. No doubt. No doubt. It was a very Leo type of a scenario. Good God. So, but we haven't seen Jill be, I mean, she, okay, she's expressed herself a lot, but she hasn't been like jolly, fun, like 
confident. She hasn't been the confident Leo, which you, you want, you want the confident Leo. Confident Leo is like freaking Gabby doing dancing with the stars right now. I mean, she's a Leo moon and she's killing it and she's coming into it. Mm-hmm. And she's, I watched the, the, not this week's dance video of her, but the one from last week of, I guess I'll die another day. I watched it like 80 times. She was doing the cha-cha to that song. Like it was amazing. She's intoxicating. Intoxicating. I hope she wins, but also I hope Daniel um, from Coda wins. She's she's gonna win. I've completely forgotten about Danny. I'm only doing clips now. I can't watch the fucking show. But Charlie is gonna end up having a big time Broadway career, and Gabby wow. is going to. I think she could be the Richard Simmons or something like that of our time. But I also think she could go to Broadway or she could do. Gabby is gonna be a no. professional dancer. This is saving Gabby's life. Gabby is a professional. This is giving her, look, I said it at the beginning of the apocalypse, like, you know, whatever it was, December, 2021, 2020, 2020. I have no idea what time is anymore, but during the great conjunction, it was either December 20, yes, 2021, 21, 21, 21, whatever it was. I said there is no 20. It was 20 because it was like during the pandemic, right? It literally, no, you know, what was the signal. You know, it was the shot that fired the firing shot. Boom. Kobe. Leo Kobe. I know. I know. And all the men. Nothing has been right. It's been real, more real, getting at what's real. Yeah. And it is massively uncomfortable to face the South Node Scorpio deep darkness, which is now what we are feeling. Okay. So, so how does this fit into Gabby and Charlie? During the conjunction, we're basically entering the dark ages. Leos have the most easily accessible, manageable, full-time, family-friendly life right? Even if it's romance or creativity or sexuality, it actually can be put on cable television. It's the campfire. Aries is like the spark. Uh, Sagittarius is the wildfire that is getting bad media attention, but actually is saving the ecosystem and completely predictable. Why are you guys building houses there? This is, we actually lit the fire. The government lit the, this is an essential part of keeping this going. We have, we're on a planet and this is what we're doing. So LOL, that's Sag. Look, look into it. If anyone does not know but like these forests can't survive without the fires in some cases. It's so crazy. Desi's best friend from high school, who she hadn't even like talked to in 20 years, literally moved to Austin randomly in the same month that Desi did. And so we hung out with her all summer and she's a firefighters. <gasps> That's so bad. Yeah, we could do it did another time. Oh, of course I did her chart. You know what she is? She's a motherfucking Aries son. Oh, Gemini ride. Oh, moon in the 12th house in Taurus. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. How do you remember I have no idea. I have no, (laughs) somebody tell me what to do with me. I don't know what to do with my, you know why? Because my chart, I'm a Gemini rising. My son's in cancer. My I'm literally just like an archivist. And I like, you're like a lint roller, just picking up all of the little factoids. Bro, Casey, Casey, I feel so seen. I feel so seen. (laughs) I have never had a better analogy to describe the service that I am doing to you all, and you literally treat it like a throwaway object. You want dog hair on your pants during the meeting? Fuck you. I am a thankless lint roller, and I finally <laughs> feel like I'm cleaning up. Wow, you really are. Now that's narcuitive. That's <laughs> narcuitive. That's exactly right. And you know, okay, Pluto just went direct in Capricorn. Right now, Capri- uh, Pluto in Capricorn, Gabby, Eric, okay. Oh, yeah. Sarah, Molly, Capricorn, oh. Pluto in Capricorn is at 26 degrees, just stationed direct after a six-month retrograde. This is the first and last time 
Pluto will ever be at 26 degrees Capricorn in our lifetimes or anybody's lifetimes that are alive right now. Okay. Or will be alive when we know them, right? These are long cycles. Once in a lifetime experience, because we are living history, not just because it's like historical times, but because we are students of the stars and we are seeing that actually the matrix isn't such a science fiction classic after all, it might be the motherfucking Bible and astrology actually is part of the system that is reflecting what's going on in the streets. And Pluto is at 26 degrees cancer. It's going to now slowly move forward and it's going to finish this transit through Capricorn that it started in 2008 and it began with a bang with the housing crisis and Bitcoin and the crash of Wall Street. And so the system is going to go into a major overhaul in 2023 when Pluto does move. It'll be like between 2023 and 2025, it'll officially move out of Capricorn into Aquarius. But Whoa. but right now, the United States is having a reckoning with its id, its, its own Kris Jenner. Let's do Jill and Jacob's Okay, LOL. LOL. <laughs> Jill and Jacob are literally soulmates. They are twin flames. That date was an unbelievably romantic thing we just watched. Jacob's on the outside. Jill is on the inside. First of all, both of them are actually funny. They're both currently not professional stand-up comedians. That's actually why we were confused this entire time since we've had any sort of experience of them on the screen of why are they there? Are they just there to like be annoying? Jacob seemed like the guy that was just there to be annoying. He seemed like he couldn't give two shits about love. And he was just like, hey, you guys, cowabunga, right? Jill is like, like, she's just been so desperate the whole time. Jacob is a 94, 94 and 95. That's what I'm saying. These are actually like your one in London. That can't be right. (laughs) 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 I'll say Arizona. Hold on. Hold on. on. Arizona, London. I'm dying. I didn't even mean to like point that out as a like, boo, Sarah, you suck. I was just like, literally London. What? He does not strike me as a British bloke. But then I was like, maybe he does. That's actually, wait, wait, lol. Right. I know. I feel like this episode, if at the end of this episode, you told me he was born in London, it would make sense to me. That's how much he turned. He, everything about him. It would turned completely on its head for me now let's talk about why what is the convo du jour as we really feel this mars in gemini ramping up and getting ready to then go retrograde on halloween scary time for energy okay so (laughs) jacob's a leo sun conjunct his mercury and his venus and his moon and his mars are conjuncting Say it loud, say it proud. Gemini. Oh my God. He got it. Yeah, he's actually been. No, but I'm saying he's in a living, walking, breathing Gemini comment section on the beach. That's what makes him feel comfortable. Just kind of trying to be funny. Yeah, he, that's true. And, and like he, just to be clear for everyone, like him being born in Arizona does not like vastly change his chart so like sarah being like oh my Nicole, god they're meant to be it still holds up like everything still no, it's all aligns yeah, it was actually because i just replaced charles's i thought we're not gonna talk about king charles for at least a minute so that was a switch out from charles king charles well i ran out of but it. not <laughs> too different no, actually <laughs> not well no everything is just london but yeah well it would just be six hours different is actually what the difference it made was and actually 
well, it's odd. It actually doesn't change much. Does it really actually? Or are they born the same year? Because they really Jill and Jacob. Because they like they have a lot that's lining up here. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I right. don't think they're born the same year. But what we're seeing a lot, like not only, you know, I mean, we're just seeing so many people like Gabby and Eric. Why was I so excited? I was like, oh, same birthday, right? Like. Now we're having two Aquarius and Aquarius likes an Aquarius or this likes this. It's interesting because something I've always felt as a behavioral scientist speaker. Okay. One of the functions of astrology is that like long-term, not only does it become like a data system and a way to understand people and the group of people differently, but also like it's a way for people to connect. It's a way for us to silo ourselves in a, I think a deeper way of connecting just in like, yeah, I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I've been fingered in a hot tub, right? Like going, oh, I'm an Aquarius, you're an Aquarius says so much more. Yeah, and like this part of me is Aquarius and it and and like so is yours kind of kind of and I recognize like we have this, there's a soul yeah. recognition that you can put language to. Thank you, Gemini. Thank you, astrology, for at least trying and pop astrology for getting everybody comfortable with this language. This is the they them of conversation topics. Okay, so so yeah, sun, sun, we got moon. Where is Jill's moon? It's almost too beautiful to um, reveal quickly, obviously. Sorry for how long this is taking, but um, her moon is, Terribly. her moon is exactly, it's just because it's so beautiful. I feel like I'm painting watercolor on the Hudson right now. I'm like, oh, and now it's turning purple. It's turning yellow. It's her, his moon at 28 Gemini is exactly trying her moon at 21-ish Libra. Oh, so they He's both a have an Libra air moon. moon trying his Gemini moon on a soul level. They are compadres. And they both have, Jill. she has moon Mars. Is that Mars yeah. together? He does yes. too. Yes. Their energy is a match and a match and a match and a match. And that's crazy. His Venus is in Virgo. Mm-hmm. He also has his Chiron in Virgo. He feels wounded in the heart. That's why he acts like a jokester, a trickster. All he really wants to feel loved. Someone to make jokes and tricks for him. He wants, he like wants to be a comedian. He wants to like really like, I think the reason he's probably mean, his son is in Leo. His moon is in Gemini. He wants to make jokes and get laughed at and clapped out for it. That's really simple. He's someone who wants to be the life of the party. Leo's sons need a huge amount of affirmation, but it's worth it. The same way that you got to like keep putting little tiny sticks in the fire to keep the bonfire going all night. That's how you got to love a Leo. And when a Leo gets loved like that, when a Leo, he's been joking and no one has gotten it. Jill gets it when he said buttocks. So they were doing this like tantric, this like tan, unbelievably intimate. That's the first sexy thing. This is genuinely so fucking vulnerable. Jill is literally here in paradise. She walks into a situation where she already feels fucked with. Leo hates that. And that was with Romeo. Yeah. Romeo and Kira and Jill came in with a threesome. Played her out. All I want to say is the reason that we've been seeing both Jacob and Jill act like pouty little bitches is because nobody has been actually paying attention to them. And they are like, this sucks. This is boring. I'm going to I don't, that's why he could go comfort her and knew it wasn't a thing. And he knew to say, I'm going to go comfort her now. And she was like, what are you doing? She's like, okay, yeah. Like I'm going to like act upset because my Leo, her Venus, her son, 
her Mercury in Leo, if she's going to be on TV, she's going to have a big character and she's going to love herself and you're going to love her. But right, this whole time it's been like, why is Jill even in all these love triangles? Who is Jill? Why is Jill in this? Like Jill has had a lot of, yeah, she's been upset this whole time. And it's also like, what, like, it's just, and then she's also been so fucking righteous. It's like, I am never letting Romeo back in this aura again. It's like, are you talking about something that happened 45 minutes ago? Like, the, the the amount of language yeah. that's used in this show that's like it's broken forever but then they actually <laughs> seem like they're like living that truth because this is a game of survival for the, the island yeah and because it is like like I said tons and tons of money on the line yeah but like someone like Aaron just come in and be like all right you kissed him that's cool it's fine like I've known you for a day it's cool and it's like yeah that makes the most sense the only thing I could see about Jacob and Jill going wrong is that they might be like too similar like I could see it being the kind of thing where like ultimately like it is just a friend vibe he is so fucking hot I think right now he and Jill are having the best time on the beach so far and if they ended up together I would like if they actually like fall for each other then this is like really romantic yeah yeah it's little bit possible that it just will be kind of surface level and kind of boring. Wow. Yeah. It's so true. And like boring with these two would be just like, it would mean like I put gum in your hair. Like who knows how juvenile it would get, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. At least for now they, they have people who understand their sense of humor. Turns out Jacob has been joking this whole time. And we just thought he was an annoying hot guy. No, he's actually a bored, funny, annoying hot guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But actually, I liked him a lot after this episode. And I thought it was so sexy. I mean, to breathe with someone is like, I mean, yeah, that was like, <laughs> hello, that was like real foreplay. Um, I absolutely called it at the end when oh, Brittany, wait, tell her no, when Romeo, tell her <laughs> Romeo and Kira, when they were like talking and I texted Sarah and was like, I bet you they leave the island together. And then they did, which doesn't sound as great now, but it was before we knew that they were before they even mentioned it. Cause I was doing the math, just being like, she can't have a rose cause she was kicked off the show. So they have to leave together. Brandon and Serene, the chart of their relationship, all Leo in these hmm. dark, cold times, you know, and get into business at least. Matt. Is the way, the island. The island. No, I really, that's the way the sand castle crumbles. Like baby. even the fact that like Sally. Didn't okay, I do you have to go to. Sleep, okay, you go. Okay, I love you so much. I love you so much. Goodbye. I'm, I love you so much. Goodbye. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I love you. Bye. Wait, sign off. Say normal. Say bye, Ray. Oh, um, you guys are the best. Stay, stay trashy as all hell. Come on. I'm gonna leave something really once. funny. I'm gonna leave you a really funny Easter egg right now. <laughs> okay, good. It's only good 26 degrees Capricorn and Pluto and Capricorn once, so. Just live. Yeah, Casey, you are a good student. And you know what? Scorpio to Scorpio, because I'm an eighth house moon Mars. Like, yeah, let's fucking trudge through this together. I will be your shrimp nay here. Oh, I'll be your Genevieve. I think they're going to like take over. I think they're going to make a lot of money together. Yeah. Okay. So are we. Okay, good night. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.